Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, a friend. I was going to say your friend and mine, Jeff Grubb. The farmer himself, Jeff Grubb, is out there <laughs> with a potential leak. Now, he's describing something that is quite vague at the minute, but it gets increasingly in focus the more you sort of break down. Um, in regards to the Mortal Kombat franchise, in regards to where Netherrealm are at, um, you know, trying to develop Mortal Kombat alongside an Injustice game. Now, this comes from Jeff Grubb's uh, show that he does over on Giant Bomb called Grubb Snacks. Um, and he's talking about the what Netherrealm are doing right now in regards to how they're developing stuff. And references the fact that earlier this year, you might already remember the whole thing with WB Games uh, merging with Discovery. And how that meant that for a quick minute, all of WB Games, um, the gaming divisions therein, you know, Avalanche, Monolith, Netherrealm, Rocksteady. Um, all that stuff was kind of just up in the air for a bit because they didn't, or we didn't know what was going to happen with those things. And whether or not someone like Netherrealm was going to be uh, offered up or auctioned off to someone. Um, all that seemed, it's kind of still up in the air, but that did, did result in a company called Playdemic, a mobile game studio from Warner Brothers being sold to EA. So it's still kind of ongoing, okay. but that was one of the things that happened. Um, point being, though, that Jeff Grove brings it back around and says that what he's heard, um, or the, the idea that Netherrealm are actually prioritizing Mortal Kombat over Injustice, uh, lines up with what he's heard. The assumption being, or the reason being, that um, they don't want to work on Injustice because if the Warner Brothers stuff falls apart, then they'll lose all those licenses, they'll lose all the character, you know, the, all the reality of working with those IPs. So it makes more sense for them to focus on Mortal Kombat 12. Um, I did want to bring in some other stuff as well because WB Games have a, I was going to say the S word on YouTube, a horrendous <laughs> history with um, organization in, in video games. Like there was all the yes. stuff with Shadow of War, there was all the stuff with the cancelled Suicide Squad game, there was all the stuff with the cancelled Arkham, uh, the Damian Wayne Arkham game. Um, and it just seems like working for Warner Brothers, the video game umbrella, is one of the worst yeah. things you could do. And I would imagine that Netherrealm, they've still managed to do really good games overall, um, sequentially. But at the same time, I, it, I would imagine it would make sense to be like, these guys are unreliable as hell. And we're actually just going to prep for a future where we don't even work with them. 
I mean, yeah, it does make sense. Like you say, working with Warner Brothers as a publisher, even when they're not under the threat of being sold off or having <laughs> their um, you know, owner being taken over by someone else, replaced by someone else, it's been all over the place. Like you said, it's mm. been this kind of like weird tip where some developers have come out unscathed, like NetherRealm. Like you said, they've put out great games. They have had a few scandals along the way in terms of microtransactions, yes. but they were very quick to rectify them and win back over fans instantly in a way that stuff like Shadow of um, Mordor just didn't. Mm. Uh, or was it Shadow? of War, I can't remember the the second second one. one. That's the one, yeah. Um, But when it comes to this specifically, it kind of took me a little bit by surprise because Mm. it's been a few years since Metal Metal Gear, Mortal Kombat 11 now, right? I know they did the big um, DLC, the big expansion, they've had the (laughs) re-release on the next-gen consoles, but I would have assumed that it would be at least a few years deep into another game, presumably Injustice by now. And there were all those rumours that apparently they were doing a Marvel fighting game, with them, which was a collab, obviously, with Disney and Marvel. And I don't really know what's going on with those titles uh, because it felt like, at least to me, that they were quite far along in development or at least they had put some good time into it. Hmm. So the pivot to MK, while it makes sense within this context... And I'm not doubting Jeff Grubb because he's been writing a lot of things beforehand. It just kind of makes me wonder what they've been doing or whether they started work on something else mm. and have put that on the back burner in favour of MK or whether it was always just a t- decision of like, well, we don't know what's going on. Let's just make a <laughs> sequel to this because we know we we own the characters. We own the license. We know how to do Mortal Kombat and that's going to be a surefire thing mm. rather than like exactly what you said. We make another Injustice game, get sold and have to then, um, you know, wrangle with Warner Brothers about keeping the license are paying for the license well there's there's a lot to this in regards to like what do you want from NetherRealm? because for me they they i mean obviously there was a there was a weird period in the 2000s i personally loved it where they dove into it was a lot of mortal kombat sequels the villains got yeah. worse uh, <laughs> i think it was apocalypse big fiery man then they had the kart racing spin-off there was the chess stuff in those games like i said personally big fan but the sales dropped the hell off and that company you know NetherRealm. Uh, back when they were midway, we're about to go under until they managed to get like you know resurrected or whatever by Warner Brothers. Led to Mortal Kombat 9, 10, and now 11. And 11 for me is the best one by far. And like I said, there's been yeah. a lot of post-game support for it as well. Like for me, MK11 is this like stellar culmination of everything that they've learned. And I think NetherRealm are one of the best developers in the industry, and um, because of all that stuff. Um, but like you said, you know, for me, MK11 is still pretty active. Like that was my go-to casual game for a long time after the campaign, and they did the aftermath stuff, and they plugged in a whole bunch of extra characters. Um, and I know that within uh, some ranks of the fandom, like, they want more stuff. They feel like it was it was ended quite abruptly. There was a lot of communication uh, on the social media channels that just sort of abruptly ended. And I know some people are quite miffed with that. Um, not, me, I'm not remotely personally. I think they've gone above and beyond for that game. But at the same time, my point is that Mortal Kombat as an IP is pretty much entrenched in pop culture. Everyone knows the movie, like the animated movies yeah. out next Monday. Um, you know, the game, like I said, has been supported a lot. So I kind of come back to what do what do we want from NetherRealm or what can they even do? And I bounce that off the fact that if they're working with Warner Brothers, one of the most, you know, sticking their claws in publishers ever, <laughs> look at Shadow of War. Are they, is there even any way that they could sort of shadow develop uh, Mortal Kombat? And like, I, I just don't even get the reality of that. So I actually kind of will cast a bit of doubt on, on Mr. Jeff Grove, on the farmer himself, because I kind of just wonder, how do you even do that? Like, surely they have meetings, production meetings, surely they have deadlines to hit. Um, and the idea yeah. that they would be sort of slyly developing Mortal Kombat alongside uh, instead of uh, Injustice or the the Marvel game. The Marvel game too came from that Game Informer interview. I feel like a lot of people just ran with that, which obviously including us, because mm-hmm. um, it was a hell of a talking point. But I just wonder the the base business reality of maybe they can't prioritize combat until they get out of the deal with WB. But I guess it's also that whole thing of like, what do you even want from NetherRealm at this point? Yeah, totally. I mean, for me, it depends on 
what they've been doing for the past few years, right? If mm. they've been all hands on deck supporting MK11 and they don't have um, Injustice very far along, or if they don't have this Marvel fighting game very far along, then I can see them now having these conversations with Warner Brothers and being like, look, you don't even know what you're doing. You, you've not <laughs> confirmed whether you're going to be selling these studios, whether you're going to be keeping them, what's going to happen to us in a few years' time. Why should we start to make an Injustice game mm. when uh, we can make something that we know will survive any kind of transition? Mm. And I'm sure ultimately Warner Brothers wouldn't be too um, disappointed with that because while Injustice obviously sells, Mortal Kombat sells more. Mortal yeah. Kombat is like the franchise. It's like bigger than ever. It sells so well. MK11 did so well. And I don't think they're going to like turn their nose up if that was requested. They're not going to like mm. say, no, it's not like they're asking to do kind of like a new IP or a new project that isn't... Um, you know, solidified in the culture and the way that Mortal Kombat is. But yeah, for me, when it comes to what I want from Neverrealm, I do want to see diversity in the portfolio. I've loved Same. this double header of Mortal Kombat and Injustice for the past few years, but I was really excited to see what they might have done with this Marvel game, to see what they might have done mm. with um, another franchise, you know, bringing a bunch of stuff in. They always have the great Warner Brothers um, characters as guest fighters in both Injustice and Mortal Kombat. You know, we've had, um, you know, Arnie in there, we've had the Predator, mm. we've had aliens and we've had um i think we've had michael myers and all that was all that stuff yeah yeah that was interesting but still you know across all the different games you know why not take all of those and do like this um you know almost dead by daylight-esque smash-up mm. of these great characters fighting together like why not go nuts but for me i guess i'm just so fascinated by this deal because it has like you said been up in the air for nearly two years now you know last year yeah. at&t were going to sell um wb as a whole then they decided not to so then it felt like netherrealm was secured now it's been opened up with wb discovery this year now <laughs> it's back up in the air i just feel really sorry for all of the teams under that umbrella because it must suck not only working during pandemic times from home trying mm. to get these games out but also working under this just kind of constant uncertainty about what the hell your studio is going to look like in the future, whether you're going to be at Warner Brothers, who you might get sold off to, whether it's Microsoft, whether it's EA, whether it's whatever. Mm -hmm. So I guess that comes around to potentially my final question for you, Scott Hilford. Mm -hmm. When it comes to NetherRealm specifically, do you want them in the future to stick with WB, or would you actually welcome them being sold potentially to a Microsoft, to and probably less so an EA, but you know what I mean, to I sold do. off to someone else who might give them a little bit more creative freedom perhaps. Oh, I wonder, yeah, I'd have to, I wonder about those, because the thing is with NetherRealm, you would assume that, although, like I said, they were, they were a studio that were very much resurrected, very much saved from themselves uh, at the end of the 2000s, the very beginning of the 2010s, and maybe because of that, they're sort of beholden, Warner Brothers have more sway in saying that, well, this is what we're going to do going forward. Um, I would love more stuff from Ed Boon's mind. Like, I love yeah. the, give, where the hell is Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks for one thing? Just, just where, is thing. Where, where is it? Where is Ed? that game? Where is it, Edward? That, and also, uh, Max Payne 3, I'm just saying games that I want. But in regards to stuff that should clearly be available, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks is a brilliant, and he's acknowledged it as well. Boone's tweeted about it a few times. He put a poll out yeah. saying, what do people want to see uh, from us or whatever? And one of the options was Shaolin Monks won by a landslide. Where is it, Edward? It's not here. Where is it? I, that's what I, but my point is, to bring that back, dude loves putting out these little side things. He did kart race, like I said, kart racing, chess games, all these weird spin-off minigames to clearly just, you know, uh, scratch the itch of curiosity, the, uh, the itch of creativity that they had across the 2000s. And I would just love someone like an Ed Boon, one of the original veteran auteurs of gaming, to do more stuff. So yeah, I would love that. Mm -hmm. um, I do wonder how much that clashes with Warner Brothers. I feel like WB have got a bit better in like recently but like super recently like there was that whole period where they were terrible where Shadow of War had yeah. the 
orc loot crates. Um, but even they were taken out after about a year or so when it was the data was clear that they weren't doing very well. Um, so yeah, I for me personally, it's whatever benefits the the creative side. Um, and I just yeah, I wonder what the hell that is. But I I could absolutely see a reality where they they double down on the stuff that they can control. I just have a it just seems really weird when um, like I said, the idea of the the literal machinations of developing a game almost in secret, um, yeah. like where you've got to meet all these production deadlines elsewhere. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below. Would you prefer Mortal Kombat 12 or Injustice 3? For now, Ivan Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.